0: Ah, uh, uh don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear Mildred, the Mask Mother, say to her son,
4: Go to sleep, my baby. My uh, ba- Mommy? Yes, Benton?
0: I think I could sleep if you'd stop for a while. During another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere! He's everywhere! The most fantastic crime fighter the world has
1: ever known. Isla Bull Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on January 10th, 1951. Now, George, what is our secret word for today?
2: The secret word tonight is heart. H E A R T. Really? You Bet Your Life. <laughs> More than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present the best of Groucho. Yes, friends, it's a Groucho summertime. By popular demand from your letters, from rating histories, and the acclaim of critics, the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers bring you selected shows from You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. Groucho Marx is on vacation, friends, and will return in the fall. Until then... It's fun and laughs each week this summer as we proudly present some of the best of Groucho's past shows. And here he is, the one, the only.
5: Groucho! That's me.
6: <laughs> well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples. Fenneman, who's first to try for the $1,500? Well, we
2: invited some weathermen and some cashiers who work in drive-in theaters to the program tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Winnie Wynn and the weatherman John Aldrich. Folks, come over here and meet Groucho Marx.
6: Welcome, kids, to your Bet Your Life. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. John Aldrich, huh? Speak for yourself, John Aldrich, wasn't it? <laughs> well, uh, Miss Wynn, you're a, a movie cashier. Is that what That's that right. You know? Where are you from?
5: My birthplace is Bristow,
6: Oklahoma. Winnie Wynn. Isn't that a cute name, huh? A cute girl, too, huh? Thank you. I'll just call you Winnie. Winnie the Pooh,
5: huh? <laughs> uh,
6: how old are you, Winnie?
5: 27.
6: 27. Well, you don't look it. I thought you were about 21. Thank
5: you.
6: They must take good care of you in Oklahoma.
5: Huh? <laughs> uh, are you married? Yes, I am.
6: Well, you don't look it. Uh... <laughs> Mr., uh, what is your name? Uh... Mr. Aldrich, huh? You're the weather man, huh? Yes, sir. Where, where do you hail from? Des <laughs> Moines, <laughs> yeah. Iowa. You get that, son? I said, uh, where do you hail from? Yeah. And you're that, a weatherman, man. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's deucedly clever, huh? <laughs>
5: well,
7: what are your duties uh, in the Weather Bureau, John? Well, our uh, duties of the Weather Bureau are threefold to furnish forecasts for the general public and for aviation and for uh, fire protection.
6: How is it you weatherman guess wrong so much of the time? <laughs> we well, don't
7: do it by guessing. I, uh, I beg your
6: pardon. Uh, <laughs> how is it your scientific analysis based on precise mathematical calculations are so consistently incorrect? <laughs> Riddle me that,
7: old boy. Huh? <laughs> well, we don't do so badly. You're not always wrong, eh? Huh? We're not always wrong. It's, you
6: mean it's the weather that's usually wrong, eh? Huh? <laughs> what, uh, what would you say your average is? Well, from 50 to 100%. Is that so? You mean you're 100% correct 50% of the time? <laughs> now, I, I know that everybody makes jokes about the weather, man. Uh, do, do you have any favorite jokes? <clears throat> I imagine well, you get a lot
7: of kidding about the weather. Well, I think my favorite is the story about the uh, king who led his knights out to battle. And uh, on the way, he met a farmer, and the farmer hailed him and says, Oh, king, uh, better not go on. It's going to rain. Oh, no, no, I checked with my prophets. So
5: uh,
7: <clears throat> on he went, and it rained, and uh, he was driven back, defeated. So uh, after beheading his prophets... Um, Why, uh, the king sent for the farmer, and he said, uh, Look here, my man, Uh, how was it you knew the storm was coming? Well, uh, your highness, uh, I have a little beast of burden. He's very sensitive to weather, and uh, when his ears are erect, why, you know the good weather's ahead, but when his ears droop low, why, it's a sure sign of rain. And from that day on, the jackass has been a weather prophet, and vice versa. (laughs)
6: We'll now sing the Donkey Serenade. (laughs) Now, Winnie, you're still awake, aren't you?
5: Yes, I am.
6: Now, let's get back to your movie. Uh, Which movie do you work for?
5: The Pacific Drive-In Theater in Compton.
6: Now, what's going on in your drive-in theater tonight? Destination Moon.
5: What is it? Destination Moon and Mr. Lucky.
6: Uh Well, if I know drive-ins, there's more than that going on there. You know, the last time I was at a drive in, the movie stopped and it was 40 minutes before a customer complained.
5: <laughs>
6: and he only complained about the mosquitoes.
5: <laughs>
6: How many people are there in the average car that come to your drive in?
5: Well, just a
6: shade over two.
5: <laughs> well, that's certainly a
6: handy thing to have at a drive in. <laughs> Does anyone ever try to sneak into your drive-in? Can
5: oh, yes. Uh-huh. We had that happen.
6: You do? Yes. Could, could you give me an example of how?
5: Well, yes. Uh, one night, this one fellow came in alone, so uh, the ushers sort of suspected something, and they followed him over and caught six other guys, or seven, I think it was, climbing out of the trunk, or the hurdle back, whatever it was.
6: Imagine people being that dishonest, uh, sneaking into a movie theater. Do you ever bother to look under the engine? Oh, no,
5: I don't think about hide there.
6: Well, you should have. There weren't seven people in that boy's car. There were eight of us.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I must say, you're an interesting
6: couple, and if I decide to go to a drive-in theater, I'll consult a good groundhog first, (laughs) or that jackass. And uh, now, uh, let's see if uh, two heads are better than one. You're going to play your bet your life for a chance at $1,500. But I say something of
2: importance. Everybody's talking about power steering, the new feature that helps you turn the steering wheel with so little effort. But wait. Before you buy any car with power steering, remember this: only the DeSoto type is full power steering, offering you these three big advantages. First, it operates at all times, not just some of the time, but all of the time. Second, it's always predictable the feel of the wheel never changes. Third, DeSoto's full power steering lets you turn the steering wheel from one extreme to the other in only three and a half turns instead of the conventional five and a half. Try the DeSoto type of full power steering. Go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers and take the five-mile trial. Take the five-mile trial. Yes, take the five-mile trial in either the 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8 or the famous DeSoto Powermaster 6. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car most like high-priced cars.
6: Okay, now let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,500. Fenneman? Explain the rules in your broken English.
2: <laughs> All right. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. Is
6: that clear? Yes, All right, yes. here we go. Let's say how high I can build you $20. You selected colors of flowers as your category. Now here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? 16 What did you say? I said $10. We'll split it. $13. <laughs> All right. What color is a poinsettia? Red. Red is correct. And you're on your way. You have thirty three dollars. You're on your way with thirty three dollars. Remember, you're going for fifteen hundred dollars. How much of the thirty three will you bet on your second question? Twenty.
7: A little
5: huh? Okay.
6: Twenty. Twenty six. Twenty six. All right. What color is a calla lily? White. White is correct. You're now. You have fifty-nine dollars. Fifty-nine dollars. How much of the fifty-nine are you going to go for? Good. Fifty. Good. Fifty dollars. What color is a daffodil?
7: Yellow. Yellow is right.
5: And you all the way
6: to one hundred and nine dollars. One hundred nine dollars is your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the hundred nine? Ninety. Okay. <laughs> Ninety dollars. What color is a gardenia? White. White is correct. And you wind up with $199 from the Minnesota Plymouth
2: Dealers. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Groucho, the secret word is
6: still heart. Yes, I know. Still heart is no good.
2: Uh, Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a weightlifter, Mr. uh, John Farbotnik, and uh, his
6: partner... Please, don't make up any names here, (laughs) (laughs) Give us, the, give us the names they actually are. We have enough trouble. The weightlifter's name is Mr. John Farbotnik, and the housewife
2: is Mrs. Regina Roberts. And here they are, folks. Meet Groucho Marx, right up here. Welcome, welcome to Your Bet Your
6: Life, kids. And if Hello, you say sir. the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mr. John uh, Farbotnik, that's what it is. Doesn't seem possible, but that's what it is. to keep my trap shut. You're a weightlifter, huh? That's right. Weightlifter, huh? Where are you from, Muscle shows? Well, originally I'm from Philadelphia, but I've been traveling the last few years. Let me get my laugh, years. first, will you?
5: How would you like it
6: if you said something brilliant and I rode right over it like that? Where are you from, Muscle Shoals?
5: <laughs>
6: Went better the first time, I think. Where
4: are you from? Well, originally I'm from Philadelphia, but I've been traveling the last few years.
6: Well, I'm sure that I can't help you out on that <laughs> Have you spoken to the police in these various cities?
5: <laughs>
6: you sure you're not from Muscle Show? No, I'm not. It's such a funny place to be from. Mrs. Roberts, uh, are you from Muscle Show?: No, sir. Where are you from?
3: New York, originally.
6: Our uh wait, I forgot his name. Oh, John. I'll call you John, huh? I'll call you for Botnik. That's easier than John, huh? <laughs> uh, are you married, John? Yes, I am. I've been married two years. And uh, what sort of work does your husband do, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Roberts? Uh?
3: My husband's recuperating, sir.
6: Well, that's nice work if you can get it. <laughs> what do you mean? He's building chicken coops?
3: No, sir. He was shot. He was a policeman in New York.
6: Oh, well, I hope he wasn't seriously hurt, was he?
3: He's feeling much better since we've been out here
6: Well, wish him speedy recovery for me, will you?
3: Thank you very kindly.
6: And uh, what did he do before... Uh, oh, he was a policeman, huh? Was he on the force very long?
3: Seventeen and a half years.
6: How, how did you meet him?
3: My sister was expecting a baby. And you know how babies unexpectedly come. So I had heard that if you call the police department, they might bring assistance. So my husband, another policeman, came, and he delivered the baby. And then after that, he used to come to visit the baby as a pretext. He used to say he wanted to see how the baby was coming along.
6: And he was really coming there to see your sister? No, he
3: was coming <laughs> to see me. And up to that time, I never
6: had a sweetheart, so that was all right.
3: Okay. <laughs>
6: That Sweetheart, and you and John, uh, Mr. Oh. Fabotnik, are going to split a hundred dollars. Well, your husband's got fifty dollars a night that he didn't have this morning. Huh?
5: I have it. <laughs> well, there is a difference. <laughs>
6: now, uh, Mr. Fabotnik, uh, uh, I'm fascinated. With, have you got a nickname, or shall I keep calling you Fabotnik? <laughs> Well, my friends usually call me muscles.
4: Uh, Are you from muscle
5: shows?
4: (laughs) No, I'm not. Well, uh, what do you do? uh? Well, I'm an instructor at the Physical Services Gymnasium at Westwood in Santa Monica Boulevards.
6: I see. What kind of equipment do you have there?
4: Well, we have toe-raising machines, we have leg-pressing machines, and... uh, Latissimus dorsi machines uh, and uh, uh, um, <laughs> machines develop your latissimus dorsi muscles
6: of your Where upper back. Where is the bank. latissimus dorsi? Or is it safe to ask them? Huh? Uh, Don't tell me it's in Santa Monica. Huh? Where is the latissimus dorsi? Well,
4: huh? the large muscles of your upper back that give you the taper from your shoulders to your waist. I see. You're speaking for yourself now, are you? <laughs>
5: yes.
4: Samson, does all this weightlifting
6: do you any good? Yes, it does. In, in, in what way?
4: Well, I've seen fellows come into the gym and uh, train for uh, a year or so and come out with a perfect figure.
6: Really? I went into a playlist theater the other night, within 15 minutes I came out with a perfect figure. (laughs) (laughs) Now tell us something about your physique, uh, John. For example, have you ever won any
4: uh, weightlifting contests? Yes, I have. I won Mr. Chicago in 1946, and you won Mr. Chicago, and Mr. Illinois after that, then Mr. California just lately. Wouldn't you rather
6: win Miss Atlantic City? Or... <laughs> Be for keeps.
5: <laughs>
6: well, even if only temporarily.
5: <laughs>
6: I held a title one back in 1927. I was Mr. Spineless of
5: 1927,
6: <laughs> and I've never relinquished that title either. Well, there's no point, John, in having a perfect body if you don't show it anybody. Uh, would you mind giving us a, a, a peek at your framework? Here? <laughs> Why not? It's, you
4: do it at the beach, don't you? Well, the beach is all right, but not in front of an audience. <laughs> well,
6: this is hardly an audience. Just look at them, eh?
4: <laughs>
6: Go on, take, a, take your coat off and uh, show them. Let's see what a real man looks like. Now, guys, restrain yourself out
5: there. <laughs> are
6: you sure you're not from muscle shows? <laughs> Say, uh, are those real muscles? sure are. They are,
5: eh?
6: <laughs> How often do you have to pump them up?
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, I exercise them three times a week. Uh, how big are your measurements, I mean? How, how big is your chest? That is your chest there, isn't it? <laughs> About 50 inches. 50 inches? Is that up and down or around? <laughs> Say, John, would you object if Mrs. Roberts felt your muscles? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Go ahead, Mrs. Roberts. They won't bite you. <laughs> Now, Mrs. Roberts, how does your husband compare with his greyhound bust?
3: He doesn't have those muscles, but I like him better. Oh. I see. I,
6: see. I, I like my husband, but oh, you fanatic!
5: Eh? Well, uh,
6: John, figures don't lie, and yours is no exception. And neither is yours, Mrs. Roberts.
5: Oh, gosh, thanks.
6: Well, let's see how well you make out in the race for the one thousand five hundred dollars. You've got to run your twenty dollars into more than our other couple. I can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners.
2: The weatherman and the drive-in theater cashier won one hundred
6: ninety-nine dollars. All right, you selected locations of countries. Now you have twenty dollars. How much are you going to bet on your first 15, question? Fifteen. 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 What country is directly west of Spain? Portugal. Portugal is right. <laughs> You're also a good start. You have thirty-five dollars. How quickly you knew that, Mrs. Roberts. Huh? Remember, you're going for fifteen hundred dollars. Now, how much of the thirty dollars will you 30 bet? On? 5, thirty-five. 25. Thirty-five dollars will you bet on your 30, second 30, question? 30. thirty. 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 What country is directly east of Alaska? Canada. Canada, <laughs> right? Now you have sixty-five dollars. <laughs> Here's your third question. How much of the sixty-five? Sixty. What country is directly south of the United States? Mexico. 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 Well, you really on your way. You have $125. All right. and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 125 are you going to go for? How much of the twenty-five are you going to go for? And here we go whole for the last, the last... The whole thing. Time. The whole the thing. Works. How
3: much? Uh, the whole thing. The whole, the whole works? Wakes? Please.
6: You terrify me, Mrs. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> what country is directly east of Ireland? England. England,
2: England is right. You wind up with $250 from the DeSoto dealers of America.
6: Thank thanks, you very much. to
5: both
6: of Thank you, you. Huh? Well, Groucho, the secret word... Who's next word... on the agenda?
2: I was going to tell you, the secret word is still heart. Still heart? Yes. Uh, we invited some identical twins to the program tonight, and here they are. Talk slow so I can smoke. Miss Jane
6: Luther and Miss Jean Luther... Meet Groucho Marx. Twins, eh? Yes,
3: yes. Oh,
6: welcome, welcome for the DeSoto, Desota, Plymouth, Plymouth, Dealer, Dealer. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Huh? Just, fine, just
5: fine And if
6: you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 on it. No, just $100 in cash. <laughs> it's a common word, something you always have with you. Jane and Jean Luther, huh? Mm-hmm. You're identical twins? Yes, we yes. are. Double trouble anyway. Luther, eh? That's an odd name uh, which, which which one is Jane? I'm Jane You're Jane? And, and which one is June?
3: There is no June
6: I thought June came right after me <laughs>
3: I'm
6: Jean Well, okay. Oh, you're, you're Jean, huh? Mm-hmm. Did uh, Jane come after Jean Or did Jean come after Jane? Jean came right after Jane How much after? Ten minutes That long, eh? Oh, I don't think that's very long no, but it can be very important. <laughs> Another ten minutes, you might have been triplets. <laughs> now, let's get this straight so so I know who I'm talking to. Now, left to right, uh, you're Jane and you're Jean. Is that right?
7: No. I'm Jean and she's Jane.
6: Well, who's Luther?
7: We're both Luther. You're both Luther? Yes.
6: Well, I'll just call you Sam and Hyman. Uh, <laughs> after my two titles. <laughs> uh, uh, Jane, uh, you're Jane, huh? Yes. Uh, wh- where are you from originally? Born in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh-huh? Not in Walla Walla, huh? No
5: <laughs>
6: Well, they not only grow'em big in Texas, they grow 'em double down there. <laughs> Very attractive too, Thank
5: you.
6: Which one is thanking me, <laughs> Both uh, Jean? Gene, this is only a wild guess, but I'll bet you're from Fort Worth too, aren't you?:
5: Yes, I am. <laughs>
6: Why am I so psychic, <laughs> Jane? I'm I'm embarrassed to ask a woman point blank how old she is. So uh, tell me, how how old is your sister?
3: <laughs> well, she's ten minutes younger than I am.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's twins for you. Double talk, eh? Jane, uh, how old are you? And don't tell me ten minutes younger than June. Twenty-eight. Oh, twenty-eight, eh? Then. June must be uh, ten minutes less than twenty-eight. No, no that can't Jane. Be right, June has thirty days. Right? <laughs> Jane, are you married, Jane? No, I'm not. In that case, Jean, you're not married either. Am I right?
3: That's right. I'm not married.
6: You see, since you're both named Luther, you couldn't be married if your sister
3: isn't. <laughs> well, brother, am
6: I shrewd? Just call me the fat man.
3: <laughs>
6: now, Jean, I'm curious to know why you aren't married. You're, you're very attractive
3: having too much fun just being single.
6: (laughs) Well, you may not be married, but you're certainly not single. What do you mean having too much fun? Uh, What do you consider fun?
7: Well, I like to go dancing and skiing and ice
3: skating, and I like to indulge in each sport with a different fellow.
6: (laughs) In other words, you're a three-man woman, is that it? (laughs) Now, you say you're identical twins. Do you like the same boys?
3: Well, we leave that up to the boy. But
6: do you find out that you like the same type of Yes, boys? we do, we like do. the same type. Well, that, that can be rather uh, uh, embarrassing, can't it? Yes, it
3: If there's only one
6: boy and you both like him? Right?
3: Well, we let him make his choice, and then it's up to him.
6: Well, how does he know which one he's picking?
3: <laughs> that runs into confusion. <laughs> and sometimes
6: runs into money. <laughs> well, I must say it's been very confusing talking to you two. Now, let's see if you two have two heads are better than one. You're going to play your bet your life for a chance at $1,500. That's the DeSoto Plymouth big question. I can't tell you how much our other couples won, but Fenneman is off stage to remind our listeners.
2: The weightlifter and the housewife are ahead with $250. Here
6: we go. Let's say Ohio can build you $20. You select it, name the song. And, oh, am I going to get mixed up on this? Do you know any old songs, Fenneman? I hope so. I may need all your assistance <laughs> before I'm through here. Now, here's your first question. How much are you going to bet? 15 15 to 30, you're going to bet? You only have yeah, no. 20, you know. <laughs> 15. Oh, seven and a half apiece. Yeah. <laughs> da-dum, da-dum, da-da, da-dum, da-da-dum, da Oh Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne <laughs> is right. <great. laughs> one's on your yeah. way uh, $35. $35. Remember, you're going for 1,500 clams tonight. Now, how much of the $35 you are going to bet? 30 30 If a body meets a body. Coming fray the tune. Coming through the the
5: ride.
6: Coming through the ride. Now you have $65. Boy, did I come through the rye the other night, huh? (laughs) Here's your third question. How much of the $65 you're going to go
5: for?
6: $60.
3: $60. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
6: uh, listen to The uh, Mockingbird. Listen, listen yeah. to The Mockingbird. <laughs> you're really on your way, girls. You have $125. And a finer rendition of The Mockingbird, you'll go a long ways to hear. Here's <laughs> <laughs> your last chance to beat the other couples. No, couples.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's a problem. You take up a foreign language. You don't know what you're reading. How much, how much money have you got? I have $125. Well, that's a vast sum, you it know is. that? You've, and how much are you betting? All of it. All, All of it? it? <laughs> de-da-da-dum, de-da-da-dum, oh, my darling Clementine. Oh, my darling Clementine is right. <laughs> <laughs> and Groucho, if, are... <laughs> if my figures are. coat free, too. Groucho, my figures are correct. And your figures really are correct, Adam, a minute This time I think they are.
2: They wind up with $250, and that means we're in a tie. Because the weightlifter and the housewife also won with $250. For well, land sake, huh? So we'll bring them both up and let them both have a chance at the big question. With the big 4th of July weekend coming up, chances are you'll be out driving. And before you go, make sure your car is roadworthy by giving it a complete checkup at your DeSoto Plymouth dealer's. There, master technicians, experienced on the job, trained in factory methods, and using the most modern tools and equipment, will tune up your engine so it really sings. They'll check brakes and lights and other vital safety features and make any necessary repairs. Also, if a new part is needed, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer can supply you immediately with the right factory-approved parts. Remember, visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealers first. And keep in mind that wherever you drive, you'll always be near one of the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Here are our winning couples, Gracho, the weightlifter and the housewife and the identical twins. Now, you both have 15 seconds to write down an answer to our big $1,500 question. Here's a pencil for you two, a piece of paper
6: and a pencil for you two. And if you... You know, I don't know how... If they both get the answer, they'll split the money between them. That's the answer, yeah. And if one team gets the answer, they'll win all the money. It figures. You see how simple it is when I do it? (laughs) (laughs)
5: All
6: right, here we go for $1,500. Between England and Ireland, there is a body of water. For $1,500, tell me, what is the name of this body of water? Straits and uh, the twin said the whale sea, which is incorrect. So I think that the Mr. Fenatnik over here and Mrs. Yes! Roberts. Yes! Oh! Oh! You're all right, kid. You're all right. I'm sorry you couldn't vote, for me. But you won a lot of money anyhow. Huh? Well, that's right. You win fifteen hundred dollars. Come over here, kids, and tell us what are you going to do with that money. What are you going to do with your money, Mrs. Roberts?
3: <laughs> My children have been asking for a television set for so long. I think I can buy them one.
6: Direc- the correct answer, technically, is the Irish Sea, but they said the Irish Straits, and we think that's close enough for them to win the money. <laughs> now, Muscle Shoals, what are you going to do with yours, <laughs> Wade? I just want to feel it for a while. (laughs) Now, let's see. You won $1,500 plus $250 in the quiz. So you really cleaned up tonight. They have the secret word, too. And the secret word. eh? Well, let's see. $1,850 you're splitting. Well, congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from Coast to Coast. You bet your life.
2: sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Best of Groucho from the you Bet Your Life series. Don't miss the Best of Groucho on television, too. Also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
6: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, see the DeSoto Fire Dome 8 tomorrow.
2: Folks, here's a line from the National Safety Council. The rules for driving safely add up to only three. Common sense and caution and common courtesy. you bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.
0: Another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known.
5: Ba, ba, ba,
0: ba! The Office of the Police
8: Commissioner of Midland City. Hello. Hello, uh, Miss Helfinger. Yes. This is the Winged Warrior. Yes. And I'm calling from the uh, chicken cave. From the what? The chicken cave, the secret cave, where I keep all of my crime-fighting equipment. Uh-huh. Things like the uh, spectro analyzer and the chicken computer. Yes. For computing things with.
3: Right. What do you want?
8: Well, I'm having a little trouble, and I think you could be of some assistance to me.
3: What kind of trouble?
8: In your file, you'll find a folder marked Confidential Chicken Man.
3: Yes. Yes, I have
8: it. Good. Now, would you find the section labeled Chicken Cave Lights?
3: Chicken Cave Lights. Yes, yes, I have it.
8: Just where are they?
3: On the north wall to the left of the chicken computer.
8: Oh, fine. Thank you.
3: Would you believe that? He has to call me up to ask me where the chicken lights... Yes?
8: This is the Winged Warrior again? Yep. Yep. Would you turn to the section in the folder marked how to get in and out of the chicken cave?
3: You mean you can't get out? Hello? No, I can't. Unbelievable. What? Where are you
8: in the cave? Well, I'm not sure. Well,
3: I've got to know where you are to tell you where to go. it's dark
8: down here. You
3: didn't find the light switch either? Hello?
8: No, I didn't. Well,
3: how did you get there in the first place?
8: I fell in.
3: How could you fall in the cave? Somebody
8: left the trap door open. What trap door? The one in my bedroom closet. Miss Helfinger? Yes. Are you going to help me?
3: Yes. What do you want me to do?
8: Call my mother and tell her that I fell in my chicken cave. All right. Miss Helfinger? What? Would you call her on your other phone? Why? Because I'd like you to stay on the phone and talk to me until she gets here.
3: All right. I'm dialing on the other phone.
8: Miss Helfinger? Yes. Do you think there are any bats down here? In a
3: chicken cave.
8: Boy, I hate bats. Well, will Chicken Man need a nightlight
0: in his bedroom? If he runs into a bat, has he fallen into the wrong cave? Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. Come on.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I can't remember another time where we had two contestants with the same score going head-to-head for the big question. What a great show. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of the Vintage Radio Club, this weekend, a young girl with a criminal tendencies is taken by a couple who discover her peculiar talent for retrieving lost things, including corpses. It's from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater. The shadow returns on Monday, and Grouch will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.